Here we go, hit the road again. On our way back to Fort Worth, Texas. Gonna live out a dream I never thought we'd ever see. Been writing songs of summer for you. Summer for me to get me through. I've been learning how to fly ever since we said goodbye. Well, the lights are shining bright for me tonight. But I still left your name at the door and don't know why. I guess I'm just pretty okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I think I'm doing pretty okay, yeah, yeah. See your name in my phone light. I'm a sucker cause I pick it up every single time. I bet your friends don't even know how much you call me when you're alone. You've never been too good at sleeping all on your own. Well, the road feels long tonight. You're on my mind. I still sing your song and I don't know why. I guess I'm just pretty okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I'm doing pretty okay. Yeah, 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 Tanksley, and today I have the pleasure of chatting with Texas music artist Dustin Massey. Known for his rock and roll blues influenced music, Dustin is a singer songwriter who singled Pretty Okay. The song you heard at the top of the show recently made Spotify's most streamed Texas Red Dirt singles. Dustin, hello, welcome to the show. You grew up in Granby, Texas. Can you tell us a little bit about that? It was cool. I was an athlete. I didn't really spend much time thinking about like playing music or ever moving to Colorado or anything like that. I was a basketball player through and through and that's what I did and I did grow up visiting Colorado a lot though. 
How's the music scene there? Down here in Texas, it like I'd say like once I got into like high school, I started being pretty aware of the music scene. It was like the Texas music scene or the Texas country or the red dirt music scene. A lot of people call it our own like special scene that we took a lot of pride in. And so like even being like 15, 16, 17 years old, I was like sneaking into places or going to festivals and stuff to see all these Texas music artists play. And it's kind of where I first got like a little bit of the bug for wanting to play live music because it, it wasn't as big as seeing like nationally touring stars, you know, like pop stars and stuff. It was like, wow, these guys are amazing at music, but they're like from Dallas and Austin and Houston and Conroe and Granbury and Stephenville, and Lubbock and places I'd been before and places that I, I grew up being aware of. So it's something about it made it more within reach to have like a little music dream. But it still took, you know, well into my 20s before I was really starting to think I wanted to play music. I know this isn't crazy close, but I've been to Austin, Texas, and I saw some local music when I was down there, and I really liked the close-knit vibe. Even though it's a bigger city, it still felt really down-to-earth. Uh, it's about three hours south, down I-35. It's kind of like if you were driving from Fort Collins past Colorado Springs, I guess. It's like that straight shot. But We, uh, we go down there a lot, though. So Austin has a real Colorado vibe to it, and when I lived in Fort Collins and people would visit, they would say it felt a lot like a small Austin back when, you know, before Austin blew up. Now Austin's like third biggest city in Texas and like the 11th biggest in the nation or something. I don't know, but it didn't used to be like that. It used to be a lot more like Fort Collins. Out of everywhere you've been to, where's your favorite place to see a show? Colorado, Texas, anywhere? My favorite place to see concerts is probably Red Rocks. And I would say I saw... Gary Clark Jr., who's an Austin artist, opened for Tedeschi Trucks Band at the Red Rocks Amphitheater, and that was incredible. I was back in probably like 2015, I think, 14 or 15, when I was going to school up there. Fort Worth is the bigger city close to Granby. What's the best part of it? I know it's known for culture, good food, but when people come to visit the Dallas-Fort Worth area, what can they expect? These days I live in Fort Worth, so it's like home to me. But the thing that really brought me back here from Fort Collins, I lived in Fort Collins about five years, and so wanting to come back, I always thought about the music scene here, and Fort Worth is kind of like the new, fresh, budding music scene in Texas, kind of what Austin was maybe 20 years ago. And so I associate Fort Worth with great food and friendly people. I think Fort Worth has a higher population than Denver, but it, and is bigger than Denver, but it feels probably closer to Fort Collins. Wow, bigger than Denver? That's crazy to think about. You know, it's a city, but it's not like a major huge city type of feel. And I like that a lot. It feels very connected across it. You see the same folks supporting the music scene and local businesses and stuff all over the place. So it's, it's quite the network of people down here. So just to touch on your time in Fort Collins, you moved here at 22, I think? I think I was 23. I moved there. I had been out of college for... Maybe, maybe two years, and I was just working. I had been an athlete in college. I went to school for business, got a degree, didn't know what I wanted to do post-athletics, and it was just kind of, I was lost. I was working. I was living back in Granbury, actually, um, and it just was like, wow, I'm going to wake up in 20, 30 years and still be doing this. This is not the dream, and I just always loved visiting Fort Collins and, and Denver area, and so... I applied to CSU and I got in and then just on a whim, just quit my job and moved back up there. Didn't even have a place to live yet. 
slept on somebody's couch the first night in Fort Collins and signed a lease on an apartment the next day. So I was there from the end of 2013 till some point in 2018. I was kind of back and forth in 2017 and 2018, but fall 2018, I officially moved to Fort Worth. As a transplant myself, I was wondering, did you feel welcome here in Colorado? Yeah, I loved it. There was a point in time where I thought I'd never leave. I went to school and loved Colorado State. After bouncing around and being an athlete in Texas and going to a few different schools, it was cool to kind of have like a, oh, I've got pride as an alumni and a fan and a student of Colorado State. And I thought Fort Collins is just my favorite city in America that I've ever been to. Just loved the atmosphere up there, made a lot of cool friends. And had I not moved away there and kind of created a new phase of my life and met a lot of sweet, supportive people, I don't think I would have ever kind of got the nerve to pursue music as a career. So I feel like I owe a lot of who I am now to Fort Collins and the people there and the environment atmosphere. It was just my favorite period of my life being able to like see things in a different way and be around a different atmosphere and a different culture. So I loved it and I felt very welcomed. And I always would joke with people that everybody says there's like a Southern hospitality from like Texas in the South, even Southern Tennessee, you know? And I believe that that's there, but it's almost like a little bit uh, ingrained in a lot of people when they grow up in the South. It was, I'll joke when I was in Colorado State, I would say like, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, no, ma'am, no, sir, to my professors. And they were like, oh, no, that's my that's my mom. Please don't make me feel old. And I'm like, and I would say, I'm sorry. I'm not actually being polite. It's just drilled into me. And my mom's going to pop out from around the corner and just smack me on the side of the head if I don't use my manners. And I started to use that as almost like, you know, there's like this rooted Southern hospitality and manners type of uh, charm that comes from the South. But I felt like in Fort Collins, there was such a genuine atmosphere of people just being really cool and sweet to everybody. While I was living there, I would tell people, I was like, I almost feel like people are nicer here because it's by choice, not because they're scared that they're about to get their butt whooped if they don't use their manners. What was your favorite part about Fort Collins? It's super chill. And and I, I remember probably the first six months of living there, I was on the phone with my mom leaving campus and I was like looking and you could just see so many people riding bikes and jogging and I just told my mom, I was like, there's something about up here that's like a different pace than back in Texas. It's just chill. People are getting stuff done. Tons of really intelligent people, very active people. But there's just a lot more emphasis on like health and wellness and community. Like the all the weekend events, all spring, summer, and fall in Fort Collins downtown, it's just, it's a different kind of connection. And it really opened my eyes to a different environment of people and a different culture. But it wasn't as drastic of a change as if I would have moved from like the Fort Worth area to Boulder. You know, Boulder is um, an even more extreme difference. But I felt like Fort Collins is very like, you have conservative people, you have liberal people, you have different political views, religious views, ethnicities. And it's just kind of like a, a melting pot of like, we're all here. We're all just going to be real chill with everybody and accepting and like kind. I was checking out the Nashville sessions. Yeah, the Nashville sessions, uh, the little EP I have up there. I was wondering, how long were you there? So I just went out to Nashville for um, kind of like four days. I've been there maybe three times. And this was August 2019. So my voice coach, who was kind of helping me work through a little vocal injury from the studio, 
he had this idea. He was like, man, you don't have any music out yet. I'm still a new artist. Like I started really trying to do this in 2018 just me and an acoustic guitar. And I never had any music out other than like little demos. And so he's like, why don't you just come out here and record a few of your songs and we'll just put them on Spotify. So I went out to Nashville and I recorded with a guy named Philip Kramer. He's a vocal coach and an artist out there. And then we did it at, oh my gosh, Keith Gaddis is Dwight Yoakam's lead guitar player. And he had his own studio out there. He's a very well-known producer and musician. And we just did it in his studio and it was just like live takes and we had a videographer come in and film it. So all three of those songs have a music video of performing it live that you can find on YouTube. And so putting those three videos out and putting the Nashville sessions out gave me something that people could search, right? To give a little more credibility to the trying to make money and play shows and whatnot. So that was in 2019. And then it was just supposed to be a taste test. I finally got the band together and we started touring and doing some really cool shows. And at the beginning of 2020, we recorded a full length album in Dallas with a pretty well-known producer, Bo Bedford at Modern Electric Studios. And I've kind of felt like I was coming into my own as a musician in my career. Being like, hey, I'm finally here. I'm doing this. I'm an actual musician. This is my profession. And you know, looking to get legit booking. So we were booked out last spring and summer and a bunch of festivals and big shows and, you know, COVID hit. So we decided not to release any music and we just kind of chilled for most of last year and got back going at the end of February this year and released the first single off the album in the middle of March. Pretty okay. And we've played music, I think every weekend since the last week of February. So this is the first weekend off, actually. It's kind of nice. We're going to take a little bit of a break here and listen to my favorite song of yours, Wanna Be. Here it is. I grew up running from something I never knew what it was I gave away pieces of myself to learn never enough and I've carried regrets till they brought me to my knees I've learned the more love that you give the more you'll receive That's the difference in who you are and I'm my father's son for the good and the bad. We fought a battle in this blood, but I'm coming out ahead. I've seen the best and worst fall from my family tree. I've learned the branches that grow up tall are the ones that can take the heat. Settle down, boy, and let it all go If you're carrying all that weight, how you ever gonna grow? You're the only one that could ever set you free That's the difference in who you are and who you want to be I'm awkward and I'm anxious Cause that's just how I'm wired 
Some days I hide behind a smile, some days I grow too tired. And just wanna go home alone, get stoned by myself. Face the demons in my head and send them all right back to hell. Settle down, boy, and let it all go. If you carry all that weight, how you ever gonna grow? You're the only one that could ever set you free. That's the difference in who you are, who you wanna be. Who you wanna be. That's the difference in who you are, who you wanna be. All right, getting into the music, what kind of music do you consider yourself to play? It's tough. So, you know, everything that's out right now, like the Nashville sessions, I'm pretty okay. It's a very singer-songwriter. There's some blues influences and some Americana influences, but, you know, the next song we're releasing on June 11th is very rock and roll. More like Black Keys, Lenny Kravitz, you know, just very guitar-driven, riff-driven big crunchy overdriven guitar solos, things like that. And it's absolutely rock and roll all the way. So I find myself somewhere between rock and roll and singer songwriter. And that usually falls into the Americana vein, I guess you would say. So that's kind of what we'll, we'll go with calling it is Americana rock. At the same time, you know, you listen to that song Wannabe and it's very singer songwriter from the heart, sincere, not very rock and roll. What's your favorite song to play? I know Run is a classic for your fans, and it can be yours or a cover, but what's your favorite? We usually play Run towards the end of our set, because even though when we play it, I play it acoustic, it sounds very emotional and very, you know, softer. But when we play that thing full band live, and you got rock organ and another guitar, bass and drums, and then and me playing guitar as well, it's all electric, and it's a very big emotional rock song you know and i'd say i almost get the most into that song black-hearted woman is a lot of fun to play some of these new songs that i'm about to release are a lot of fun to play there's a a more blues driven song called matter of time that'll be on the album that i don't think i've told anybody that so exclusive exclusive when we we play that one live it's a whole lot of fun I would say if I had to pick one, I'd say Run, just because I connect with it so much. And it was like the beginning of my music career when I wrote that song. Like, I had written a lot of songs and played a lot of open mics, but when I wrote that one, I knew I had something. And then when I went and played it live in open mics, I saw how people connected. And it was the first song that I played for my producer in the studio that he would just like, you have something here. This is this could be a big song. So that's probably the one I would pick. You've described your music as being back and forth between sort of should I or shouldn't I do this? What's that creative process like? Yeah, so I I dreamed to play music all through my teens and 20s, but I never really thought it was uh, anything that was realistic. And the few times I attempted, I was trying to play like cover songs or my own songs that I was writing to sound like other artists. And it wasn't really till I just said, I'm just gonna do what's exactly me and makes me happy and I'll go play some open mics when I was out in Fort Collins and like, you know, whatever. People probably aren't going to like it, but at least it's me and it's just getting out my own feelings and thoughts and emotions. That's when I started seeing people be like, whoa, are you a real songwriter? Like, do you do this? And I'm like, nah, I'm just playing open mic. What are you talking about? The reaction and response I got from people was very connected. And it was like, wow, even though I don't know that I 
think I sing the best or write the best or do anything, people are really connecting to something that's authentic and sincere in me. So when it came to writing and making certain songs, I kind of just decided I wasn't going to put myself within the box of a genre or a sound. I was just going to make stuff that made me happy or fulfilled as an artist. So when you look at a song like Wannabe, you know, I wrote Wannabe when I moved back to Texas in 2018 and I was living in my parents' house for a little bit, which is tough in your, you know, late 20s. But I needed a place to stay while I found a place to live in Fort Worth. And I wrote that song almost as if I was just writing a song or a letter to my younger self and my own anxieties and struggles. And it was something I wrote for me, for my own, I guess, release. And then I went and played it at an open mic and people really connected with it. So it's like, okay, well, this is, this is me. But at the same time, Black Hearted Woman, which is on the EP, and we have a, a full band, very rock and roll version of it. It'll be on the album that releases in the fall. That song was another just sonic outlet to get out certain feelings, you know, about things in my past. I know in the Funky Panther interview, you mentioned COVID being a bit of an impact in the momentum of what you're building. How did that affect that creative process? A lot of artists said it hurt. A lot have said it helped. What's that been like for you? There was a lot of ups and downs with that. You know, it was almost like revisiting the way it felt back in like 2015, 16, 17 when I was playing guitar and writing songs in Fort Collins all the time, but I was never going out and actively pursuing playing them live. It was like me in my house playing to the dog was basically my music life. I was I was very scared and timid and and rather bashful about wanting to show people my music because you know then they could they could judge it or not like it you know what I mean there was a lot of vulnerability there and when we all got locked down for COVID and couldn't go out and perform anymore there is this even important anymore am I gonna go broke am I gonna be able to do this I had momentum and was that my one chance to kind of like get out there and make something of this and become a real artist or is that passing me by and I'm going to become a little bit over the hill, so to speak, in regard to my window to get started. Because like I said, I've, I started doing this basically in 2018, just barely with acoustic shows. And then like halfway through 2019, I think it was like May 2019, I started really playing band shows. And it was here and there throughout the summer and then the fall a lot and then beginning of 2020 it was looking great we had a bunch of big shows and tour for months and boom just gone so you kind of sit there and it's like wow well I guess we just got a little taste of that but it might be over so all in all I think it gave me a lot of time to reflect write more songs get ready for the next record even though this one's not even fully out and kind of recalibrate the direction I was going with it to be a little more precise and knowing like this, we're not guaranteed this. I mean, you're not guaranteed life in general, but nobody's entitled to time. Nobody's entitled to chase a dream. So you got to be really grateful for it and keep your gratitude above your expectations and, and actually set expectations and goals though that you can like go after. So I think it let me grow up a lot. And just to finish up, can you tell us what's next for you? You could plug anything you like. Maybe you can include where people can find you and your great music. Yeah, absolutely. So everything we have out right now is on Spotify. Uh, there's the Nashville Sessions, Pretty Okay Single, and there's a bunch of YouTube content out there, videos, and then the music video people can see. 
we're releasing our next single June 11th and I'd love people to check that out. And I'd love it if people would like follow me on Instagram. That's usually where I have most of my interaction. It's just at Dustin Massey. And then on Facebook and the website and stuff is just Dustin Massey Music. And outside of that, yeah, we're getting on the road and we'll be in Fort Collins June 24th to play at the Aggie Theater with Sam Riggs. I think it's getting close to selling out. And we're working on a June 25th date that would keep us up there. But until that's confirmed and I get all the OKs for radius purposes, we can't announce where and when exactly, but we're working on something to stay in Fort Collins for that weekend and play another show. So yeah, looking forward to getting up that way and being able to see old Colorado State and Fort Collins peeps because we love it up there. We'll finish off with another song of yours, Bad Love. Thank you again so much for everything. We look forward to having you back in FOCO. Right on. Yeah, yeah. Happy to do it. In my head, it's another night just watching the clock. Tells in turn, yeah, you live and you learn. The best drugs are the hottest ones to stop. Wish I could leave, wish it was that easy to quit your cold turkey, baby. I think you kill me now. Can't crawl out of this hole. Gonna bring me to life Falling or flying Swear she's unapproved If I'm lying I'm dying This is the truth Wish I could leave Wish it wasn't that easy To quit your cold turkey baby I think you kill me now Can't crawl out of this hole Come inside, yeah. Better 
This has been an episode of KCSU Music Podcast with Dustin Massey. If you want to hear other episodes like it, check out the podcast on our website, kcsufm.com, or on whatever podcast platform you're listening now. Thank you.